this evening to the book of Acts chapter 3 and verse 19. The book of Acts chapter 3 and verse 19. And I just want to uh, read a, a, a one verse of scripture uh, in your hearing. And it, it simply is, Acts 3.19, it simply says this, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And I would like to preach to you for a few moments tonight on this subject, the recovery of breath. The recovery of breath. Could we go to God together and ask his blessing upon our time in his word this evening? Lord, we love you and thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for what we are feeling in this place. We do feel you close to us. We feel your presence, oh God. I pray today in the name of Jesus that you would bless your word as it goes forth. I pray that you will help us, Lord, to hear your word and to live according to it. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would cause it to find good ground, that we may live, that we may thrive, that we may grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And everybody said in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. It's important to know the context of this verse of Scripture, this great verse of Scripture that tells us about the times of refreshing. It explains to us how to prepare ourselves for a time of refreshing. And it explains to us the origin of that time of refreshing. It tells us to repent and to be converted that our sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. This was a part of a a sermon, if you please, that the Apostle Peter was preaching. He was preaching this message following a dramatic miracle that occurred at the gate called Beautiful on the way into the temple. The Bible says, of course, this is the first notable miracle that the Bible records following the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. So the Holy Ghost was outpoured. People were, were filled with the Holy Spirit. They spoke with other tongues. The Bible says that they gladly received his word and were baptized. And that the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They continued steadfastly in fellowship, breaking of bread, and in prayers. So this means that they, they continued to be devoted to the doctrine of the apostles. And they continued to be in fellowship one with another. And the way that they were in fellowship with one another was by breaking bread together, eating together, praying together. And the Bible says that that they had all things common. All that believed were together. They actually sold their possessions and their goods, parted them to all that had need And in one accord in the temple, they broke bread from house to house. They ate their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. When you have gladness and singleness of heart, and I just want to say that's where gladness comes from. Gladness comes from the singleness of heart. when, when When we have division of heart, there is sadness because you can never be satisfied. But when you have singleness of heart, there is gladness. 
Because you are completely fulfilled in Jesus Christ. They praised God having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And the very next thing that happens is Peter and John are walking to the temple together at the hour of prayer. Now these two are an interesting tandem because they are very different from one another. Peter being very outspoken, brash, kind of a little trigger happy, if you please, with his emotions. Whereas John is steadfast and devoted and dedicated, concentrated on on serving Jesus, following Jesus. And uh, it's safe to say that, that, that they probably didn't altogether have a lot in common, personality-wise. In fact, you see it in the, in the gospel accounts. Peter got the idea that Jesus was saying John was going to live forever and that the rest of them were going to have to die. And he said, now that's not fair. Why does he get to live forever? And Jesus said, number one... Nobody said he was going to live forever. And two, if that were to happen, what is that to you? And we also see where John is kind of the one who gave us the details on everything that Peter did and leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus and outran Peter to the tomb. It's just an interesting relationship that they had. But what I love about it is that once the Holy Ghost was poured out, the rivalry stopped. And the unity became a formidable force in the earth. And they were together going to the temple at the hour of prayer. And they were concentrated on going together to the temple. Concentrated on worshiping God together. Serving God together. They had gladness. They had singleness of heart. They, weren't, they, weren't, they were not divided in their in their passions and of life they had one goal serving jesus loving jesus praying and worshiping that was their heartbeat and when that's your heartbeat and that drives the agenda of your day and that drives the priorities that you set out for your life when that is the preface for your to-do list if you please you're going to come across people who have need and you will have a solution for their problem they found a man that was at the, at the gate called Beautiful. From his mother's womb, he was carried. And they laid him daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. It is entirely feasible to think that Peter and John had seen this man time and again. It's perfectly reasonable to think that this was... This was not his first day at the temple. The Bible said he was laid daily at the gate. In fact, the Bible said from his mother's womb he was carried. And he was laid daily at the gate called Beautiful. So, so there is a strong possibility that Peter and John had seen this man, maybe knew this man. I don't know. The Bible doesn't give those details. But I do know that they were no stranger to the temple. And he was at the gate called Beautiful daily. But this was a different day. They were full of the Holy Ghost. They were walking together in agreement with gladness and singleness of heart. And as they stepped into the temple that day, he looked upon them hoping to receive something of them. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. He took him by the hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. He began to walk and leap and praise God. And he entered with them into the temple. He said, I'm going to go with you all and pray. And it stirred the people who saw it happen. They went into the temple with them. And when they went into the temple, the Bible says that in Solomon's porch, a great gathering developed. And Peter began to preach to the gathering of people. When he saw it, he said, you men of Israel, why are you marveling at this? And why look you so earnestly on us? As though by our own power or holiness, we had made this man to walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son, whom you delivered up 
and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. You denied the Holy One and the just, and you desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and you killed the Prince of Life, whom God had raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I want that through ignorance you did it, as did also your rulers, but those things which before God had showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent you, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. He was letting them know, listen, listen, you've got a major sin stain upon your heart. You have a problem in your life. You denied the Holy One and the just. You desired a murderer to be granted unto you instead of the Christ prophesied by the holy prophets of old. You did this. You took him by wicked hands. You crucified him. You have slain him. There's nothing like a good old-fashioned word of God message to convict the heart of a sinner. Anybody ever heard that kind of a message? That got down into your, into your innermost being, got up in your grill, let you understand you're wrong and you need to repent. You're wrong and you need to make a change. You're wrong and something's got to give and it needs to happen now. It needs to happen tonight. That's the kind of message that Peter was preaching. And he explained to them it is time to repent. It is time to be converted. Because God wants to blot out your sins when the times of refreshing shall come. And the times of refreshing, they do not come from any other source but from the presence of the Lord. These times of refreshing, they don't come from a cool glass of lemonade. These times of refreshing don't come from sitting around laughing. These times of refreshing don't come from watching the Super Bowl. But these times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. He was letting them know, listen, you're in a position of sin. You're in a position of struggle. But God has made arrangements for you to bring you out, to lift you up, to give you peace, to give you grace, to give you strength, to refresh your soul. It's important that we understand that this is the will of God. Now, you, you have to understand, I, I love this verse of Scripture. And the thing that I love about it is that word, refreshing. Refreshing. Times of refreshing. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you that there's nothing that is more beautiful to the soul than having a time of refreshing that comes from the presence of the Lord. When the enemy has fought you, when the enemy has come against you, when you feel the struggle that has ensued in your life, there's something very special about getting alone with God in a secret place, beholding His power, hallelujah, to run in this race and and just being shut in with God and letting some kind of a Holy Ghost power sweep over your soul again again giving you new strength glory to God and a new anointing and a a fresh perspective something about it folks when you have a Bible laid open in front of you and you're calling upon God with tears streaming down your face and you're saying Lord I love you and I need you and I need you to enter into this room that I'm in right now God refresh my soul hallelujah and build me up again on this most holy faith I want you to know that God hears that cry and he will speak a word to you that will give you strength, hallelujah, in the hour that you need it and he will breathe upon you again. I said he will breathe upon you again. He will refill you. He will renew you. He will give you a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, that word refreshing in Acts 3.19 means the recovery of breath. It means the recovery of breath. So when he said it, he said, repent ye therefore and be converted 
that your sins may be blotted out when the times of recovery of breath shall come from the presence of the Lord. Now you and I need to remember where breath comes from. Breath is not just something that is to be taken for granted. We ought to thank God for every breath that we breathe. How many breaths have we breathed today that we have taken for granted? Even while we slept last night, breath came so easily. It came in as oxygen and spending just a, a mere a mere amount of time in our body. It was immediately turned poison by our corruptible flesh and transferred over into a deadly toxin called carbon dioxide. Oh, but when it comes from God, it comes as a pure oxygen designed, hallelujah, to refresh your body, designed to give you a living capacity, but spends a small amount of time in your system and it turns into a deadly toxin. That's how holy God is and how unholy we are. That's how pure he is and how unclean we are. We are not our own. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We should take nothing for granted. We should thank him every day that we have breath in our body. Breath came from God. God formed man from the dust of the ground and God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. Oh, hallelujah. And man so arrogantly and ignorantly and, and, and rebelliously turned that life that God had given him over unto the serpent. He gave way to temptation. He succumbed to temptation. And when he did, immediately death began to impose itself upon the apparatus God had given man, his body. That curse of death came upon him. And slowly but surely, the squeeze was on. To to literally squeeze the very breath of life out of him. To where he would no longer be a living man. To where he would no longer be able to enjoy the blessings that God had prepared for him. But he would enter into this slow spiral of sin and pain and sadness. Shame and sorrow and despair. And that's what man experienced upon Adam's disobedience. And that's what every man, woman and child has experienced from that day on but oh thanks be unto God who hath given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ I can hear Peter telling that gathering on Solomon's porch repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the recovery of breath shall come from the presence of the Lord the breath that death squeezed out of Adam is coming back to you from God. I need to remind somebody that's what happened when the day of Pentecost was fully come and they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Hey, that wasn't a tornado. That wasn't a cyclone. That wasn't some kind of a windy city experience. That was the breath of almighty God recovering recovering what man had lost what man had given up oh God and I'm preaching to people tonight that you feel the vice grip of death upon you you feel it in terms of depression you feel it in terms of doubt you feel it in terms of feeling defeated you feel it in terms of sickness and sadness <laughs> these are all the imps and the minions and the demons and the, and, the, and the associates of death. That's why when we reach that land of eternal life, all tears will be wiped from our eyes. That's why when we reach that place of eternal life, hallelujah, the recovery of breath, oh hallelujah, glory to God, where my, I have new lungs and I have a new heart and I have a new body and I have both kidneys in a new body glory to God 
standing in an eternal living everlasting glorious abode with my God never to age never to get old never to die breathing freely oh glory to God hallelujah I I want you to know that's why there'll be no sadness over there and there'll be no sorrow over there and there'll be no dying over there and there'll be no robbers over there and there'll be no murderers over there that's why all will be peace forevermore on that happy golden shore because what Adam gave away has been recovered oh hallelujah Glory to God. And don't you let the devil tell you anything different. Don't you let his lie. He's a liar. The devil is a liar. And he's the father of all liars. And any lying spirit, I don't care who it is, if they give themselves over to a lying tongue, they are influenced by the adversary of your soul who wants to dominate you into fear. You hear the word of God that says he has come to give you life and that more abundantly. The thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy but I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly glory to God so when you are in a position of feeling defeated and broken you need to to get a hold of God you need to get a hold of God and let yourself be refreshed hallelujah refreshed in the presence of the Lord there's something that happens that's why you need to be in church That's why you need to be in the house of God. You really do. It's not tradition. It's not ritual. It's not ceremony. We are being intentional about creating an atmosphere and an environment where the presence of the Lord will fill this house. Hallelujah. And when the presence of the Lord fills this house, there is a time of refreshing. There is a recovery of breath. Glory to God that will come upon you. A recovery of something that the enemy is trying to to kill inside of you. Hey! God wants you to have joy. God wants you to have peace. God wants you to have a settledness of spirit. God wants you to walk in victory. God wants you to have confidence. God wants you to live above the trials of life. God wants you to trample the lion and the adder underfoot. You won't remember that as long as you're traversing this world, consuming every carnal thing. And sometimes you can't help it. It's in your face. It's shoved down your throat. You just, everywhere you look, the enemy is on display, spewing his lies, spewing his hatred. All the more reason that you have to find time. you got to make time to be in the presence of the Lord. You spend enough time outside of his presence and you'll backslide. I said you'll backslide. You'll backslide into stuff you never dreamed you'd ever do again. Oh, you'll do it because the breath is being squeezed out of you. You spend enough time out of his presence and you'll go into dark, sinister lifestyles you never dreamed you'd go into. But you'll go into it because that's the path that death will take you. Seek the face of God. Seek the presence of God. Call upon his name hallelujah don't let these sweet moments pass you by don't let these sweet moments pass you by get a hold of his presence get a hold of his get a hold of the hem of his garment hallelujah I need you Jesus I need you Jesus I'm not here just to make pastor happy I'm not here just because if I don't come they'll think I they'll think that I you know, stayed home and watched the Super Bowl or something. No, that's not why you're here. You're here because he's here. And I know, I know, I know. He can, be, he can be in your car. I know that. He can be in your living room. I get that. But there's something so powerful about when one person and two and three and four, five, six, seven, and eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and on and on they go, begin to magnify his name. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of Israel. The Bible said that when the congregation would come together, God's glory would come down. Oh, 
I know where two or three are gathered in his name. There he is in the midst of them. But over and over and over in the scriptures, when the congregation would come together, the glory of God would come upon them. And we need the glory of God to be upon us. We need the glory of God in our midst. We need the glory of God to be in our gatherings. We didn't just come to sing and sermonize. We need the glory of God to be among us and to rest upon us. We need people to walk out of this place and say, Surely the presence of the Lord was in this house. We need people declaring faith. We need people declaring praise. We need people declaring His glory. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth who has set Thy glory above the heavens. Hallelujah. 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 Out of the mouth, out of the mouth, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength. It's out of their mouth that he has ordained strength that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Well, you say, well, pastor, I'm not really a, a newborn babe anymore. Well, you ought to be. Because that's what the Bible said. If we don't have faith like a child, we're not going into that kingdom. You need to have as much faith now as you did the first month God filled you with the Holy Ghost and more. You need to have gone from glory to glory to glory to glory. Don't ever stop shouting. Don't ever stop dancing. I don't care how sophisticated 2019 because we are an apostolic Pentecostal church filled with the Holy Ghost. He brought us out of darkness and we know that he did and I praise him all the days of my life. I worship him forever. I worship him forever. I serve him with gladness and singleness of the heart. We need the presence of God. We need the presence of God. We need the Shekinah glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you feeling defeated? You ought to enter into the presence of the Lord. Are you feeling discouraged? Enter into the presence of the Lord. Hey, 2019 may have changed. Modern day may have changed. But His presence has not changed. There's still power in His presence. There's still glory in His presence. There's still wisdom and understanding and deliverance in His presence. Hallelujah. 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 There's a constant stream. There's a constant stream of ungodly news and ungodly philosophies. Hatred, variance, wrath, emulations, strife, seditions. Social media has become a medium whereby the devil can spew all of his thoughts and feelings and we're so tuned into it gone are the days of preachers preaching against television because television is in your pocket television is in is everywhere you go and everywhere you look it's everywhere and so gone are those days but you better get more convicted now than you ever were and say I'm going to log off I'm going to log off I'm going to turn it off and tune it out I need a word from heaven I don't care what Twitter says. I don't need something from Facebook. I need something from the presence of the Lord. I need it. 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 Repent, he said. Repent. 
That's what he said to do. You want to get in the presence of God, the first thing you do is repent. What is it you've got in your life that doesn't need to be there? Repent. What is it you're doing you know you shouldn't be doing? Repent. What is it you're thinking about and entertaining in your mind that you don't need to be entertaining? Repent. What are you watching? You don't need to be watching. Repent. Who do you hate that you shouldn't hate? Repent. Who are you gossiping about that you know you shouldn't be gossiping about? Repent. Who have you not forgiven that you ought to forgive? Repent. And be converted. Are you converted? Listen, you can't evangelize a world that has converted you. So are you really converted? Oh, I'm a believer. What does that even mean? If you're a believer, it means you believe. If you're, if you're spending more time doubting than believing, then are you really a believer? Or are you a doubter? If you're spending more time worrying than believing, are you a believer or are you a worrier? You hear what I'm telling you? If you are, if you are spending more time fearing than believing, are you a fear monger or are you a believer? And if you can't answer that question with a, with a, with a confidence, then, then, then don't be, don't run in condemnation. Get into his presence. Call upon his mighty power. Call upon his name. Shut yourself away in his presence. Get into his presence. Call upon his name and say, I need you, Lord. You look at this Bible. This Bible is filled with people who were discouraged and defeated, but they got into the presence of God. Wherever they were, they shut themselves away into the presence of the Lord. For Ezekiel, he was sitting by the river of Shabar, and children of Israel were held captive in Babylon. But the Bible says that he was was looking into the heavens. He was concentrating upon God. And the heavens were opened. And his ministry began. Come on, Jacob. Get up on that ladder and climb into the presence of God. Come on, Gideon. Go down a thresh wheat by the wine press until the angel of the Lord shows up. Come on, Zechariah. Walk back into the temple. I've been there a hundred thousand times. Go in a hundred thousand one times and, and offer that incense unto God until the angel of the Lord shows up and gives you a word for the ages. Gives you a word for the ages. I'll tell you what we need. We need people who will shut themselves away into the presence of the Lord and touch God again. Seek His face until He's found. Oh, hallelujah. We need that more than we need talent. We need that more than we need money for ready now. We need that more than anything else in this world. People, people who will shut themselves away into the presence of God and say, Here I am, Lord. Speak, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Wash my mind and wash my heart and create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. I need to be, I need to be refreshed in my soul. Lord, I'm gasping over here. I'm gasping over here. I can't breathe like I used to breathe. It used to be so much better. I used to have so much faith. I used to have so much desire. I used to love to pray and fast. I used to love to worship. And now I'm gasping for air. Recover my breath. Refresh my soul. To get there, you got to repent. To get there, you got to be converted again. You got to fall in love with Jesus again. You got to be convert. You got to be convinced again. When did you get your master's degree in all things God? When did you become this know-it-all that you don't need these things? You know, theoretically, you need them, but you've learned how to go through the motions of being Pentecostal, and you can push little buttons, and you know when to cry when it's slow and shout when it's fast. You know when to holler and when to sit silent. You've learned it, and it's not something you can learn. It's something you must experience over and over and over and over and over and over. His ways are past finding out. You can't figure him out. You need a brand new touch. You need a brand new refreshing. 
You're gasping. You're struggling. Stomach cramps running this race. Because you're spending more time on the track than you are in the, in the locker room, in the, in the preparation room, in the training room. But you got to prepare for this race. You don't just go running out there and, 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 and falling over yourself. You spend time in the Word. You spend time in His presence. Hallelujah. When it comes time to go to the temple, hallelujah, you did. Listen, let me just explain to you all something. I know they went to the temple at the hour of prayer. But you're kidding yourself if you think they waited till then to pray. They had been praying and seeking God. They had been in His Word continually giving themselves to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. And by the time they went to the temple to pray, they were prayed up. Don't you come to the temple to pray. Come to the temple prayed up. You need to pray without ceasing. Every step you take, it needs to be a thank you, Jesus. Every move you make, it needs to be a glory to God. I'm talking about refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Breath recovery. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. And this is the rest wherewith the weary may rest. And this is the refreshing. You need to spend long amounts of time. And you say, I don't have enough time. You, you need to find time. Do you hear me? You hear, listen to me. Find time to be alone in the presence of God. Speak in tongues in his presence. Speak in tongues in his presence. Let the Spirit make intercession for you. Pray, weep, intercede, travail, travail, travail. Whatever you've been worrying about, travail about it instead. Pray until the burden lifts up off of your shoulders. Pray until you feel the sweet peace of God come and replace what has been laying on your heart as a burden. I'm talking about times of refreshing that shall come from the presence of the Lord. Somebody lift your hands and tell Him, God, I need, I need your presence. Come on, tell Him, I need your presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I need your presence. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Let me tell you where I've grown in grace in my life. I've not grown in grace behind the pulpit. I've grown in grace in times of prayer. That's where I've grown in grace. That's where God refreshes my soul. That's where God refreshes your soul. In places of prayer. Places of praise. Places of worship. Hallelujah. He does, you don't grow on the battlefield. You grow on the shepherd's field. And the shepherd's field prepares you for the battlefield. Hallelujah. It's on the shepherd's field with the lion and the bear that you learn to take a giant out on the battlefield. Somebody needs to find their shepherd's field right now and say, Jesus, I need you. I need you again. I need you, Lord, to recover something in me. Come on, somebody. I want somebody right now who needs God. I want you to reach out for him in the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the na- reach out for him. Reach out for him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to find a place to pray right now. It can be in this altar. It can be sitting right where you're sitting. But I want you to really find a place where you can seek God. If you want to stand, stand. If you want to, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. But we need to be refreshed in the presence of the Lord right now. Come on, that's it. Come on down here. Somebody come on down here and pour their burdens out unto the Lord right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, God wants to reawaken something in you that you thought had died. It has not died. God's going to recover it right now. God's going to recover that prayer life in you in the name of Jesus. He's going to recover that gift of prophecy and that word of knowledge and that hallelujah, that gift of discernment that you thought you lost. He's going to reawaken something inside of you right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, He's going to reawaken a gift of faith inside of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Don't I rebuke every lie that the devil is telling you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke every lie that the devil is telling you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 That's it. That's it. That's it. Wake up. Wake up. Refresh thyself in the presence of the Lord. Come on, refresh thyself in the presence of the Lord. Yes, yes, there's a stirring happening in your spirit right now. There's a stirring happening in your spirit. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it, prayer warriors. Go ahead and pray right now. Go ahead and travail right now in the name of Jesus. That's it, Kate. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, that's it. That's the presence of the Lord. That's the time of refreshing. That's it. In the name of Jesus. In the name Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Run into it right now. Run into it right now. Fear is vanquished in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Doubt. Doubt is trampled underfoot right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, that's it. He's going to recover your faith right now. He's going to recover your worship right now. He's going to recover your worship right now. He's going to recover your praise and your consecration right now. Glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. Come on, that's it. I hear the sound of a going. I hear the sound of a going. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. Yes, Jesus. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Lord, give a fresh anointing right now. Give a fresh anointing right now. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. A fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I want everybody who's active in a ministry in the church, I want you to begin seeking God right now with fervor. Seek God with fervor right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you're active in ministry in Tree of Life Church, I want you to begin seeking God with a fervor in the name of Jesus. You need a refreshing in your soul right now. You need a refreshing in your soul. He wants to refresh your mind in the name of Jesus. He wants to refresh your spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I need somebody who's carrying a heavy load right now to understand that this is a time of refreshing that has come from the presence of the Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus, that's it, pray. That's it, pray. Seek his face, hallelujah. Pray until something breaks. Pray until something breaks. Pray until something breaks. That's it, in the name of Jesus. Pray until something breaks. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it. I need Sunday school teachers to seek the face of God right now. You need a refreshing of soul. You need a refreshing of spirit. I need singers to reach out to God right now. Say, Lord, I need a refreshing. I need administrators right now to say, God, I need you to, I need you to move on me with a brand new touch right now. I need department heads to seek the face of God. Ushers and security personnel to seek the face of God. Ministers in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Van drivers and prayer warriors. Come on, folks at men's prayer. Folks at ladies' prayer. You need a refreshing of God in your soul right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's it. Be converted again. Be converted again. Fall in love with Jesus all over again. Let him persuade you that his love will never run dry. Let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. Woo! See, Gavaranda, Ramanda, Ramaya, Ramondo, Shanto, Yamaha. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Ikobo Shandai. Oh, God. Lord, with a fresh anointing, a fresh power, God, right now, in the name of Jesus, strengthen him, Lord, strengthen him, Lord, Lord, you know his need, Lord, bless him now, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ, Bless the Son of the family right now. I pray in the name of Jesus. Bless 
Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, la 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 la, la 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 la